The biggest surprise about the first official depth chart we got from Auburn was about the quarterbacks. And I'm not talking about Peyton Thorne. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. That's we are joined by Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. Yesterday, Coach Free spoke to the media as his first weekly presser really kicking off game week. And he made UMass sound like they're a bunch of super studs. And we will talk about that later on. But we got a depth chart. And it's a little odd because he's like, I don't know where y'all got that. I'm not a huge depth chart guy. We don't have a depth chart guy. But yet I asked people on the team and they're like, no, there is a depth chart. Like there's an internal depth chart that they all talk about. So I I don't know. I don't know. We're going to talk about the depth chart. And Charlie Five, to me, the biggest takeaway when I looked at it was the quarterback, the, the quarterback pecking order. And obviously Peyton Thorne's the starter. We knew that. But then it's Robbie Ashford or Holden Gurner. And I kind of thought Robbie Ashford was the clear backup here. The dreaded or. We thought we had we thought we were away from the or. There's a lot of ors. But for some, for some reason, I like the or this time. The or doesn't ignore, it doesn't uh, annoy me this time. It could be just because my bug is at level ten point five and it's game week and I'm ready to go. But hey, we got a few ors in there, but we did get a few. Uh, uh, I feel like a little clear pictures of a, a couple of battles that we were they were we were somewhat like unsure yes. about. Um, That's right. It's depth chart season. Let's go. Yep. All right, so no more comments about the quarterback situation. No, I mean, I mean, the or part, of, the or part of that is there's there's a thousand different directions you could go. There's a thousand different directions. No you kidding. Could, you could talk yeah. about the. You could talk about you know, possibly you know, has has Holden like surplanted uh, Robbie or was there some controversy around Robbie that, that may have knocked him down to number three. There's like so many different storylines there. Um, Are there going to be packages for Robbie or they're not Uh, there? The, or there opens up a lot of different questions. um, And there's, there's so many different storylines and I'm not even really sure uh, which way to go uh, uh, from there. Yeah. That or it's two letters, but it maybe might as well be worth a thousand words, something something like that. I don't know. Uh, the <laughs> other most surprising thing to me was the linebackers. Austin yes. Keys is the starter. Okay, that's fine. Who's the guy next to Austin Keys? Is it Eugene Asante? Is it Larry Nixon? No, it's Cam Riley. Cam Riley. Cam Riley. Uh, props to Cam Riley. Good for him. You know we we had heard uh, so much about Eugene Asante and like we talked about how um, sculpted he looked uh, and all the pictures that we saw of him. We talked about how many names, how many times his name had popped up at the top of the list. How many buttons he buttons now? He all the but, way to the hey, top, maybe. Who saw that? I mean, I got I got uh, text messages and tagged like, hey, Eugene Asante has been influenced by the top button. So I'm somewhat sad that he's not that guy. But also, I do love Cam Riley. 
Uh, I, my my love for Cam Riley has never been um, misstated, sure. understated on this Correct. show. I've always been I've always been a Cam Riley guy, um, um, but that kind of I feel like that kind of came out of nowhere because um, it felt like Eugene Asante was the favorite uh, going into this, and and now you have Cam Cam Riley and Austin Keys, who was a Austin Keys has been the only consistent this whole uh, this whole time. So. Um, I, I think that's good news. I feel like that's good news. You got a six four uh, hulking child uh, as you, uh, going right next to Austin Keys, so I'm 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 in on that. Yes. Uh, potential bad news. Looking just at the two deep here at safeties, we have Jalen Simpson and Zion Puckett starting. That doesn't surprise anyone. I think we all said that. But backing up Jalen Simpson on the depth chart is Griffin Speaks in the two deep. I've said his name once ever before today. Most people didn't even know he was on the actual roster, like not on, like not even on the whole team. Uh, but he showed up. He came from Baylor uh, with Ron Roberts. He's from Auburn High School. Um, and <laughs> the funniest thing, the funniest thing to me is Hugh Free saying, "Hey, I wish he was a little bit bigger. I wish he was a little bit faster." But hey, he knows where to line up, and he knows where everybody else is supposed to line up. So I, there's value I, in that for sure. That says a lot. That that says so many things. That says so many things to me. Um, it it can it can be concerning. Like you, I, I can totally see if you look at it through one lens, and it's concerning. And then I can see it to where it's like, hey, you just got a guy in that knows the Ron Roberts offense, that's smart enough, that can get himself in the right positions, right. Um, and it's kind of cool to have that hometown story uh, storyline as well. But uh, I can I totally get where you're like, man, what the heck's going on with safety? Right. Uh, outside of that, I think everything else pretty much went chalk. When you look at the offensive line from left to right, it's the offensive line we saw from the majority of camp. Dylan Wade at left tackle, Jeremiah Wright at left guard, Avery Jones at center, Cam Stutz at right guard, Gunnar Britton at right tackle. But over the last week, we've been hearing the other version of mm. the offensive line, which was Gunnar Britton moving from right tackle to left guard, and Xavion Miller kind of emerging as you know this guy that was having this meteoric rise throughout fall camp. And I would have guessed that that would have been the offensive line that they put on the depth chart. But they went with kind of the tried and true, what we've seen throughout fall camp. I think we're going to see both versions of that against UMass on Saturday. If not UMass, I think it's it's something that's going to be – it seems sort of like this cheat code they unlocked, and it may be something they're tr trying to sort of work towards. Um, maybe not early, uh, early on in the game, maybe get it established and then sort of sub it in and see how it works. But yeah. um, I, I'll say this. they It seems like that could possibly be the long-term version of, of the way this offensive line – works out uh with with Xavier Miller at right tackle, Gunnar Britton on the inside or some some form or or, or whatever of that of of that type of switch in 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 how, how they make that whole thing work but early on it, it's it's going to be chalk but I, there there's a little bit there's more to that that line and like the way they see it moving forward I think than just what you see in chalk I think it's the most safe thing to start off with but like the top end potential, 
I think they want to. They really want to get a Xavier Miller in at right tackle. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. Like you said, I would not be surprised if I saw it in UMass uh, or worked in uh, in the near future. Yeah. All right. A lot to discuss regarding the wide receivers. Do we think the guys who are listed as the starters will be the guys who lead Auburn in receiving this year? We discuss in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Active Wealth Management. Charlie Pops throwing up the Active Wealth Management sign, which I love. Look, it's owned by the best guy ever. His name is Fort Stokes, and he will really, really put you in the best situation to check out uh, what your retirement looks like, take care of your money, and actually keep most of your money, not have to like give it away to the government and other people. So yes. uh, also, you can check out his free book that he's just going to give you, annuity360.net for a free book, or go to activewealthmanagement.com. You can book a free consultation. It's in a cute, precious little box in the top mm. right. Words, words, not mine. Click it. And then, boom, you're just given with so much opportunity. Blessed hey. with so much opportunity. Thanks to our friends at Active Wealth Management. Hey, Henry Ford created the automobile. Ford Stokes created the annuity. Let's That's go. Right. That's right. Uh, so once again, annuity360.net for his free book. We both have one. Or activewealth.com. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Better help. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. No matter what you're dealing with, uh, BetterHelp can help pair you with the best person uh, to fit um, your needs in regards to your mental health journey. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try, and it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. That is betterhelp.com slash locked on college today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on college. Charlie Five looking at the starting wide receivers according to the depth chart yesterday. Jair Shorter or Amari Kelly at one mm. of the receiver spots. Jay Fair or Javaris Johnson at slot receiver. And then Shane Hooks beating out Camden Brown and Nick Mardner on that other outside wide receiver spot. No or by that name. Nope. There's an or behind that name. But uh, Shane Hooks, uh, you can't spell Shane Hooks without or because of the O's. But, uh, but still, um, if you would have thrown an or his way, he would have just caught it anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. You actually can because there's no R in there. But still. But there's that O's the one, and hooks. That is, there's, there's a lot of O's. There, that is the one solid, that dude, there's no there's no doubt which guy on there is the guy, and that is Shane Hooks. No or by his name, no and by his name, no maybe, nothing other than just Shane Hooks. Oh, Charlie Five. Yes. How do you feel about Shane Hooks so far without ever watching him catch an official pass for Auburn? How does Shane Hooks make you feel? Words, words are tough to sort of describe it uh, yeah. accurately. It's mm -hmm. more so like uh, just raw emotions and feelings, and 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 they are uh, at a level that is un is unhealthy. 
I'm just going to go and say it that like they make it makes me he makes me feel things that are unhealthy. I'm just going to say that that Shane Hooks, I'm excited to see him out there uh, and him alone. Like I don't have to I don't have to question. I don't have to question. Will he go out there first? Will he go out there second? He is one. He's that. He's he is him. He is out there. And boy, can I not wait to see him run routes and catch. Can I tell you what he's going to do on Saturday? Tell me, please. Two touchdowns. Two uh, minimum. I'm calling, I'm calling it right now. Shane Huff scores two touchdowns on Saturday. He will have he if he only has two catches, that will be for probably a combined 16 yards for two touchdowns because they're going to be fades in the end zone and nobody can stop it. There's mm-hmm. nobody from the state of Massachusetts that is ready for this these fade routes on your head coming mm-hmm. with uh with Shane Hooks and I and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. The only people in Massachusetts that could cover him play for the New England Patriots. <laughs> Paul Revere will signal that Shane Hooks is coming. Like, He's coming, but I don't know what we're going to do about it. <laughs> one one lantern is a fade and two lanterns is a slant and you can't stop it. Let's go. What if he runs a post? We're out of lanterns. I'm so sorry. You, then, then just surrender. Just surrender because Shane Hooks is coming. Oh, man. Uh, I, may have just, I don't even know if that has anything to do with Massachusetts, <laughs> but we're going to make it. I'm sure people will let us know. After the whole Ben Franklin thing, I promise people will let us know. Most famous guy from Massachusetts, Ben Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As far as the other outside wide receiver, Jair Shorter or Amari Kelly, um, I just don't feel like those two guys are the same type of wide receiver. No. Right? I, I think... I see Amari Kelly like the way we probably should have used Shedrick Jackson based on how his preseason has gone. You know, your intermediate guy. Yeah. And I think I think shorter is gonna be your like you're gonna average 18 yards a catch and it's gonna yeah. be really fun and we're gonna have a blast every time we throw it to you. And I, I just I know you can only start one. I think it'll be shorter. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. But I just think they're going to be used different ways. They're both important. From what I've heard, they fist fight in the tunnel, and whoever wins is the oar. So that's what that's what I've heard. You are booging today. <laughs> you are so fired up right now. I'm at the top level. All right, I'm well, top well, level. What are you, all right, uh, describe the position battle between Javarius Johnson and Jay Fair real quick. Uh, it's a lot more uh, jujitsu and uh, Greco-Roman wrestling, from what I understand. <laughs> Low to the ground, center of gravity. Who gets the most takedowns? Who will be uh-huh. your slot guy? No, I, that that those dudes are like clones. They're like the same guy. Right. Uh, electricity just running through both of them. So um, I, I don't know. I don't know how you pick that. I don't know how you pick that. When you got Javarius, who's a lot more uh, production on the on the books, but then you got Jay Fair, who's got just like. All, all this like big play talk from from fall camp. I mean, I feel like you got uh, you just kind of flip a coin, and then whoever yeah. 
whoever whoever wins is is the guy. I mean, it's it's it, it seems like we actually have a really for the first time in a while we got a really good situation where we can we can platoon dudes or like have different options and you don't feel like it's a huge drop off from from one to the other. So it that's probably of the of all the stuff that I'm excited to watch outside of like linebackers, wide receivers and and how the rotations come out and how the production shakes out. Yeah. I'm like more excited to see that than anything. Uh I'm with you. And how much of it like how long does that last? How many games into the season does that last for? Because it may last a while. They may genuinely not know what to do for a while. Man, um, what if they all can play? If they all can play, like you're just it, it's all about packages and mismatches. Like yeah, I mean, and I, I do I do think there's a limit, right? Like you don't want to play everyone just because they're good. I think you want to ha- kind of have a rhythm, and you need Peyton Thorne can only develop you know timing with so many people. Sure. You know, I think I think there's some value of like finding your dudes and riding with them and making sure everybody knows their role. Um, but I'm with you. I mean, the more the merrier. The fact that there are options for the first time in a hot minute, you know, you take it. I did think it was interesting. Coy Moore was after Jair Shorter and Amari Kelly. And yeah. like he, we haven't really heard that he's been able to practice that much. So maybe that kind of shows what this staff thinks of Coy Moore in a positive way. Because then there's guys like Malcolm Johnson Jr. that aren't listed in this too deep. And we've right. heard that he's had moments so far throughout this camp. So I, I just thought that was interesting that they put Coy on there. How about this? Before, like, like in spring, you and I both got text messages all the time that was like Camden Brown, Camden Brown, he's the dude, he's the dude. Yep. And you got like six dudes listed as in the rotation now. A lot of them were not here. Uh, when he was balling out and right. now he is like kind of he's behind like a hooks and like splitting time with like a Nick Mardner. Um, I don't know. I think that just shows you the, the level of dudes they brought in, how everybody stepped their game up because there was really not much of a, and I know he's been dinged up, but there really was, it seemed like there was not much of a competition behind him. And now like there's just so there, I, I feel like that room is so deep right now. Yeah, it's a great situation. I don't think there's any question about it. All right, let's get Charlie Five's thoughts on Auburn versus UMass. I got a feeling we all know how this is going to go, but let's indulge. We'll visit that in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Alumni Hall. Charlie Five, if you're buying Auburn gear, where are you buying it at? Alumni freaking hall. That's where I'm buying it. That's where I hope you are buying it. You can buy it online at alumnihall.com. They've also got great stores in uh, in Auburn and Opelika and in Huntsville. If you're in Huntsville, they've got you covered there as well. I go in there fairly regularly because I enjoy a lot of the restaurants that are right next to it. And uh, yeah, sometimes I buy stuff. Sometimes I just like walking around in it, but it feels very homey. It feels like, I mean, if you like booging, oh. Alumni Hall is where you can book. There's no question about it. They got stuff for infant children. They got stuff for pets, like, and they got stuff for just your run of the mill adults. Like, yes. they got every, every run of the every, mill every, adults they got. is the best way to, to make. Yeah, there's no question about it. So, uh, Auburn, Opelika, Huntsville, um, they're great. And also online at alumnihall.com for all you run of the mill 
adults. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. You can get ready for the NFL season and the college football season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. But right now, new customers, you can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. You didn't see that coming. Mm. You did not think I was going to say that. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Charlie Five, Auburn takes on UMass. At the time of us recording this, according to FanDuel, uh, Auburn is a 36.5-point favorite. Hmm. Yesterday we recorded when I was with Lindsay. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not vibing on that. I do now think Auburn will cover. The more I thought about it, the more I looked at some stats, I think Auburn covers that 36 and a half. So if you already went ahead and made your bet, I, I apologize. I think so as well. I think uh, I, when you see uh, the the strengths and weaknesses, like when they that I don't feel like they can really complete a pass very far beyond the line of scrimmage, and like some people have possibly like if you can point to a weakness, it's possibly on this defense. It's it's maybe the safety 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 uh, room things like that. But like uh, that's that's not one of their strength is completing passes down the field. Right. So if it's just if it's just the transfer cornerback just running around and trying to trying to make plays like. I just feel like they're not going to be able to get a whole lot going on offense. And then we're going to absolutely run the ball down their throat. And then when we get inside the 20, we're throwing four fades. Like people in the YouTube comments that don't like it, hey, just get ready for it. Like UMass, you better have step ladders in the end zone because we're throwing. What do you you think you're going to do if Auburn throws a fade? And either either Shane Hooks or Fairweather or Camden or Jair, if somebody mosses a poor soul from Massachusetts, what do you think you're specifically going to do? There, there better be 22 tasers on the field, like in holsters, because I could go on the field. Like I may possibly go greet one of those children in the end zone and they better be ready to just light me up because that is the one thing that I've been excited about. One thing I've been looking forward to. And uh, I, I mean, do you think you're going to cry? I, I will shed so many tears that yeah. people will have to console me. Like I feel like it's possible. People will have to like pick me up, hold me, hug me in, in the stands because I will be so excited and so happy. And hey, let me tell you what else. I'll be also happy if a uh, if Jarquez Hunter just runs through somebody's face on on the on the goal line uh, mm-hmm. as well. But I got I I know Hugh's going to throw like tip his tip his cap at me and throw throw put a little feather out there and throw it to me. I I, I think we're going to see some some jump balls and I, and I can't wait. What's the most boring way to score a touchdown on Saturday? You think? If we run a quarterback sneak on the one, I'm leaving. I'm just going to go ahead and leave. I'm going to drop my nachos and my coke. I'm just going to leave it there. Got I'm it. Gonna, and I'm gonna no, I'm kidding. That that would be that would not be quite as fun. Uh, but I just want I want to see some electricity. I want to see some excitement. And, and I know that that's I I I just I, I know that 
there, there's going to be a lot of heat and a lot of excitement and, and stuff building before this game from the from the from Tiger Walk to the pregame intro to everything. And I know we're gonna want I know he wants some fireworks. I know that he wants to make a statement. So I don't have any worries that we're going to see some fireworks. So it, it could be a Rivaldo dunking on the crossbar. It, it could be something. But but I'm I'm just I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, it's so nice. I think this is how it's going to go. I mean, I really think Auburn's going to whoop up on them. And Lindsey and I talked about this yesterday, Charlie Five. How like so many times we play a team like this and we beat them like twenty-seven to thirteen. And yeah. it's like, and it takes us till the fourth quarter to score that other touchdown to really like separate it and seal it. And it's like, we should not be doing that. And no. I just think, I think Hugh Freeze is going to, I think he's going to get us in a situation where we don't have to worry about that anymore. I think. Handle I think. business. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're 36 and a half points better than this other team. Do something about it. Act like it. Yeah. Don't play with your food. Charlie Five, how can people check out everything you've got going on? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five and the Locked On Auburn Discord every single day. Uh, AuburnLive.com, the corner message board, or weekly on the Dad Bod Golf Bot. You can find me on socials at Z Blackerby and read all my written work at AuburnDaily.com. But please, in the meantime, click that subscribe button, like the video. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.